I'm Kevin Mims with the Invading Sea, Florida-wide media collaborative that reports on climate change in the state. As part of that effort, we've started The Business of Climate Change, a weekly interview of businessmen and women whose companies are either affected by the warming climate or address climate challenges. Today's conversation is with Dr. Ann Kush-Bansal, founding co-chair of Florida Clinicians for Climate Action. Dr. Bonsall, thanks for talking with us today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So first, can you talk a little bit about Florida Clinicians for Climate Action and what it does? Sure. Florida Clinicians for Climate Action was created a couple of years ago um, out of a need to address the effects of climate change on health, particularly in a state like Florida, which is actually one of the hardest hit states um, in the country, if not the world. Um, you know, according to the UN um, Framework for Climate Change, uh, Miami is actually one of either number one or number two um, hardest hit city that's going to be affected by climate change in the future. Um, and so our goal was to create an organization where physicians, nurses, and other healthcare practitioners and executives could come together, learn about the effects of climate change on health, and advocate regarding that. Dr. Bonso, Florida has been increasingly affected by rising temperatures, extreme weather, flooding, algal blooms, and other environmental changes. How are these events affecting the health of the people who live here? So, um, you know, number one, we can talk about heat um, because Florida, you know, it's, it's often very hot um, during the year. Um, and if you think about um, heat, it mostly affects um, people who work outdoors as well as athletes, but really it affects all of us because all of us are going to be outside at some point. But just taking, for example, the outdoor workers, that's a significant percentage of the workforce of Florida. I think the, the estimation is about 20 to 25 percent. And so each year it gets hotter in Florida. Um, we get more, uh, obviously the humidity with that. And so what heat does to outdoor workers or to anybody is it'll dehydrate you, but for people that have chronic medical conditions, so let's say, for example, heart disease, it can actually increase your risk of getting a heart attack or going into decompensated heart failure if you have a history of heart failure. It can affect asthma and COPD. And because of the dehydration, it can lead you into kidney failure, which hopefully is reversible, but for somebody who already has kidney disease, it can be a very serious thing. Um, so that's the heat. The next thing is, you know, the algae blooms, um, which often become because of the agricultural practices where we over fertilize and it goes into our fresh water. And, you know, the, the primary source of fresh water in Florida is Lake Okeechobee. Um, and so all of that fresh water gets polluted, creates algae blooms because of over fertilization, over nutrition. And what I've seen in the last couple of years um, here in South Florida are people coming in with respiratory conditions as well as dermatologic conditions, so skin conditions because of the algae blooms. Now, those may not be fatal, but they do land people in the hospital, which increases medical costs, takes people away from, from work so, as well as time from their families. And then the third thing is, um, of course, hurricanes. Florida is known for hurricanes. So we're getting more frequent hurricanes, more severe hurricanes. And that leads to so many different things, including trauma, um, lack of access to medications when a hurricane hits, lack of access to medical care. And then all of these things together um, affect mental health, which is not talked about very often. And that's a really, really big problem. Dr. Bonsell, are there certain populations or demographics more at risk than others? 
Sure. So uh, I alluded to the, the outdoor workers initially. So uh, there was a report actually by the Union of Concerned Scientists just last, uh, in August, I think it was. And they did some estimation about this. And, you know, they said that just looking at South Florida, Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach, it's going to affect by mid-century $8.4 billion in total annual earnings. But it also means for the individual person, the outdoor worker, which disproportionately are people of color or people at the lower socioeconomic um, level, it will affect their wages by about $3,700 per year and about 30 days of work per year. So those are the ones that are most affected. But then you also think about people that are near fresh water, so the algae blooms, or let's talk about sugarcane burning, um, particularly in the western part of Palm Beach County. So those people are affected as well. Got it. So how aware is the medical community of these issues as a whole? Do you think medical care providers receive enough education and training in this area? Um, they're starting to. I would say that medical students and residents, so physicians in training, are starting to get more education about this. But the overwhelming number of physicians out there are people that are already in the workforce. So they've already completed training. And they don't have um, that education. Some of them are learning. And that's part of what the Florida Clinicians for Climate Action is, is trying to do, um, because it's going to affect all of our patients. So we can do a better job. And I think if we educate uh, people in the healthcare workforce, physicians, as well as nurses, then we can educate our patients accordingly and, 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 and counsel them on how to mitigate it and how to adapt to it. Dr. Bonsall, how can more clinicians incorporate climate action into their practices? Um, so there's several programs that are, that are out there. Florida Clinicians for Climate Action is one of them. Um, we do a lot of educational activities. We have things online. We, we um, you know, before the pandemic, but even some since the pandemic, have done educational uh, lectures as well as full day meetings um, once a year on how climate change affects you. Um, in the individual office, there's actually a colleague of mine um, who developed a program called Migraine Doctor out of Jacksonville, teaching physicians how to green their practice. And it's actually been a wild success, just used worldwide as far away as Japan and in Europe. Um, so those are some of the ways. There's other organizations out there that are focused specifically on how to green practices, both the outpatient practices, the clinics and the offices, as well as the hospitals. Dr. Bonsall, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much.